0: Hello and welcome back to episode number seven of the other 99% podcast where we take a step back from the 1% gains that society has become obsessed with and instead talk about the other 99%. Throughout this series we will discuss everything from nutrition to sleep, training methods, work-life balance, leadership and mental health. Here we are. Welcome back. This is episode number seven as I just said uh, and it's been another really great fortnight for The podcast, the number of followers and streams has gone up again, uh, which is really awesome because it means you're still spreading the word, you're passing on the message. Uh, so, I'm very grateful for that. So, I'll start with my hypes and gripes for the week. Uh, start with the hypes because best foot forward and all that. There have actually been a couple. Uh, the first being that my copy of Ross Edgley's new book, Blueprint, arrived. I am a massive fan of Ross Edgley. He has just the clearest, most simple message, and he conveys it in such brilliant simplicity. And then you couple that with his ridiculous ability to push the boundaries of human performance, and you have pretty much the perfect fitness idol. Anyway, uh, I digress. My second hype is that schools have gone back. Uh, some of you will know that one of the roles I have is is to be a teacher, and it's been awesome to get back at the start of term. After a long summer all that excitement is brilliant. My only gripe this week is that I actually have been a bit slack and I haven't made the time to actually open Ross Edgley's book yet. Uh, But I have factored in some time to sort that out so it's all good moving forwards. This episode is going to follow a similar theme to last time in that the focus is with one eye on the upcoming winter and the inevitable focus on physical health and how to avoid illness. Actually, the focus this winter uh, is more likely to be on how sick everyone is going to be. If you watch the news in three months' time, it may not be particularly pleasant viewing. But I'm not here to discuss political motivations for news stories. I'm here to talk about health and fitness, and more importantly, your health and fitness. It's a simple fact that throughout the winter months, we're more likely to get ill than at any other time of the year. It happens, and we can't get around it. Funnily enough, it's the same time of year that supplement companies make the majority of their money. I have a friend who I won't uh, name at this time who works in the industry, and although he didn't sort of specify the exact figures, he did tell me that the sales um, increased dramatically in the cold season. But why is that? Why is it that we seem to wait until we're already stressed, we're already tired, um, and under the weather before we think it's a good idea to start trying to boost our immune system? In my mind, this should be an all year round thing. You may be 100% fit and healthy right now, but if you fail to maintain that, and you don't do what is required, your health is likely to slip. I had a cracking analogy for this just this week. Would you ever look at your teeth in the mirror and just think, wow, they are so white. I never need to brush them again. And I sincerely hope the answer to that is no. And it's exactly the same with your health. Just because it's good now, doesn't mean it will be in the future. Okay, so we need to take care of that in advance. So what can you do to help boost and maintain your immune system and general health before it's too late? There are two main things that I'm gonna chat through today. Number one is exercise. Exercise has been scientifically proven to have both short and long-term positive effects on your immune system. Notably, um, it also reduces the, the risk of sickness and disease particularly obesity and related diseases such as diabetes and heart disease. But to put this in context, because I think that heart disease is probably something we're all aware of or have at least heard of, but the effects of it are enormous. From 2000 to 2019, it was the biggest killer worldwide, totaling almost 9 million deaths, and that came from the WHO. It's quite a staggering statistic, given the amount of media ambivalence that it's treated with. But what type of exercise do you need to do Similarly to boosting your ha- mental health cardiovascular exercise is advised to promote and improve physical well-being you should always consult a doctor before returning to exercise if you're unsure or you have a history of certain conditions in your family so please remember that if you're unsure go to your doctor get the all clear and then get cracking the cardiovascular endurance exercise that is uh, something that raises your heart rate above its normal resting level for an extended period of time, typically 20 minutes or more. And this can be anything from a cycle or a run, even a walk that raises your heart rate to the correct level that can can work. And the old advice used to be that you should aim to do this three to five times a week, but the NHS now recognized that doing some form of exercise every single day has proven to reduce your risk of severe illness and disease. Cortisol is the body's main stress hormone, and when we get tired or overworked, we can begin to produce more of this over time, and cortisol can have a number of negative effects on the body, one of which is particularly important to this episode, and that it can temporarily suppress your immune system, therefore increasing your chances of becoming sick. Exercise has an almost unique ability to reduce cortisol production in the body research shows that it also has the ability to stimulate the release of dopamine serotonin and norepinephrine which can actually help to regulate mood and brain health and this in turn prevents the suppression of your immune system and it can actually bolster it there's so much more detail that we can go into this but i don't want to linger on it for too long today the takeaway you need from this is that exercise can boost your mental health as well as your immune system And by taking part in daily exercise that raises your heart rate and maintains that for 20 minutes or more, you're going to give yourself a much better chance of staying fit and healthy. In theory, this is simple. But if you're looking for more information on how to get started, how to maintain it, how to set goals, how to set targets, um, then maybe some of my episodes uh, can help you out with that. So do do check out the rest of the podcast. So that's number one, exercise. Number two, food. Food. Okay, and there's a lot of advertising and a fair amount of nonsense around superfoods and the benefits that they can offer. I once heard them referred to as cape foods, as in, eat them, grow a cape, and live forever. The episode is not about myth busting certain foods or calling out advertising companies for biased research to boost sales. No. It's about introducing the idea that positive shifts in your nutrition habits can help keep you stronger, fitter and healthier for longer, particularly as we move into the winter months. Cape foods aside, there are certain vitamins and minerals that can have a positive impact on overall health. Citrus fruits contain a higher concentration of vitamin C than other foods. Vitamin C is thought to increase the amount of white blood cells in the body. And it's worth noting that vitamin C can't be produced or stored by the body so it has to be consumed in our diet. So things like oranges, lemons, grapefruits, limes, they're all really good examples of citrus foods. Broccoli is another great one, it's high in vitamins A, E and C, um, and now is not the time to go through the benefits of all of these, but once again they can't be produced by the body and therefore we need to consume them in our diet. Almonds are a cracking addition and work in some vegan and vegetarian diets as well. Vitamin E is a powerful antioxidant, but when ingested, it requires fat to be absorbed um, because it's a fat-soluble vitamin. Anyway, not overly important to 99% of us, but almonds contain healthy fats uh, that help with this. So it's a double whammy with the almond. These are just a couple of ideas of specific types of food that you can include. essentially if you're eating lots of fruit and veg then you're most likely getting enough of the essential vitamins and minerals that your body needs uh, to function and protect itself i know that there's a growing market out there for supplements that claim they can give you all the benefits of fruit and veg and achieve world peace for one pound fifty a tub however supplements should remain just that supplementary to your diet i've been guilty in the past of finding it easier to take a blended shake that contains lots of extracts of you know various Cape foods. And I've used the vitamin C's from a tube and then the multivitamin from a pot. This is all well and good and they can have a positive impact on your health, but they really shouldn't become your only source of intake. If this is the case, then you're missing out on a whole host of other beneficial nutrients that come from a varied diet. And one of these in particular fruit and veg is fiber. This is super important for keeping your digestive system nice and regular reducing bloating and making sure that everything is moving through as it should do. So, takeaways from this section are Try and source as many vitamins and minerals as you can from food before turning to supplements. Consider your overall nutrition picture. Are you skimping out on healthy foods in favour of your comfort snacks? If so, start targeting your 5 a day, or even more if you can. Okay, so that's a whistle stop tour for episode 7 on how shifts in your exercise and nutrition patterns can have a positive and lasting impact on your overall physical health. Coming up next time is something to be super excited about. We have our very first guest coming onto the podcast to talk to us, and I don't want to give away too much, but if you follow us on Instagram at the other 99%, or on Twitter at George's Cook or simply type in the other 99%, then you'll be first in line to find out who this is gonna be. But it is gonna be super awesome, so make sure you tune in for that one. As always, I'd like to thank you for taking the time to listen to this episode. I do genuinely appreciate any feedback you've got, so do get in touch. Um, I'd love to hear how you're getting on with your own journeys. And please keep passing this on to your friends, family, colleagues, and help spread the word. I hope you've enjoyed listening to this please direct any feedback or questions that you have through social media or to george-cook at live.co.uk and i look forward to having you all here again next time